from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the sports betting network. It's hour number two of the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Esports Bank Network. You've got a tremendous hour coming up for you. Lots of basketball talk in this hour. You've got 25 games on the college card for Tuesday, and a lot of them are good games as well. This isn't quite like the Monday where you've got a lot of Southland, SWAC, Patriot League, what have you. You've got the big boy conferences that are out in full force on this one, so we're going to be diving into a lot of this. We're also going to be taking a look at Guys that get paid a little bit more to play this great game out there in the NBA. It's Andrew. He does great work over at Odd Shopper, along with the Fox affiliate out there in the city of Philadelphia. He's going to be joining me in 15 minutes. I have to get a little bit of temperature check on the 76ers. I have to dive in on what we're all seeing in the Eastern Conference. And we're going to recap a little bit of the Super Bowl and take a look at if there's anything in terms of the NFL offseason that, catch, that is catching his eye as well. So you've got a lot to be able to decipher there, but... One thing that I've been able to decipher very well is that we've got the best team that you're going to find in all of media behind me. That's everyone behind the scenes here at VSIN. When it comes to my write-up picks, which we're going to get you guys at in a second, you get some teams that let us down. You get some teams that come through for us. Thank you, Kansas, for only scoring 50 points. Your service is very much appreciated. And when it comes down to it, you know, Always have your trepidations with a lot of these teams that you bet. I can always bet on these guys, though, behind the scenes because they always do an A-plus job. You've got my producer, Brian. He does tremendous work setting up this guest list night in, night out, and he's got a very arduous task. He has to try to keep me in line. Like, man, that's not a job that I would want to have, and yet, Brian, he does so all so well. So we appreciate all that he's able to do, and on top of that, He's a Green Bay Packers shareholder like I am, and he does a great job with his own podcast, the Concierge Confidential Podcast. Hopefully, you guys utilize that if you are coming out here to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. He does a great job highlighting some of the unearthed gems, shall we say, with regards to taking a look at Vegas nightlife, taking a look at great restaurants, great places to be able to grab a drink, things like that. Brian does a great job on that front, so 
He's always very much appreciated. This might actually be the toughest task here at VSIN, making me look halfway presentable when it comes to a video format, as we're on YouTube TV, we're on VSIN.com. Uh, the footprint of VSIN has been very much expanding, and Alexis, she does her best when it comes to making me look halfway presentable. Always does an absolutely tremendous job if you're watching, just wherever you're getting video of VSIN. And she also does a great job with all the graphics that you're able to see on the screen as well. So her persistence is always very much appreciated. And then if you're listening, whether that be on Sports Map Radio as we're terrestrial all across the country, if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, if you're listening on vsin.com, just anywhere that you're getting audio, I might be listening after the fact in podcast form. It is Taylor, our audio engineer, who is the balance of this show. I'm a great, or I am a Green Bay Packers fan, and he's a Chicago Bears fan, and when it comes to the NFC North, it's going to be very interesting to see what we get in future years there. But Taylor, I tell you one thing. The Bears must be emulating his hard work because they look better in the back half of the season. But Taylor, he did so all 17 weeks of the NFL season and beyond. He always does tremendous work, so he's very much appreciated. And then when it comes to those podcasts I was mentioning just before, every single show here at VEASAN, you're able to download a podcast form, whether that be the Greg Peterson experience, follow the money, a numbers game, just any show that you like, go to visa.com slash podcast. You're able to download them all there or just wherever you are able to get visa.com slash podcast as well onto your mobile device, what have you. You're able to listen back to all those hours. It is Caesar who does a great job posting up all those hours and coupled with that, he does a great job posting up all of our video highlights that you see at VSIN Live on the old Twitter slash X. So these guys, they all do absolutely amazing work and it's very much appreciated and when I always bring up my DK Network right to pick, I always say this, and it really is true because they hold up their end of the bargain. I have to hold up my end of the bargain, and this has been my best year of write-ups ever. We're at 59 and 39. If you're a one unit better, if you put down $110 to get back 100 on every one of these, right now you're up 16.1 units, and there have been a few money line plays out there. You'd actually be up closer to 16.4 units, so... We are looking to keep it going. Hopefully, I did not throw just any sort of a jinx into the air. But as I always say, jinxes, they do not exist. We just have to do a good job of handicapping these games and control what we can control. As we go to the top of the board for this one, 601, 602 on the card. It is Butler, and they're going to be playing us to Marquette. Marquette is a favorite on the road of anywhere between four and four and a half points. So this game is anywhere between 153 and a half and 154. When I was writing this up, I was seeing a lot of three, three and a halves, what have you. And now that the number has moved, it lends all the more value on this. My write-up is on Butler. When I had to submit, there were no money lines available. That said, you're going to be seeing me on Butler plus four, plus four and a half. I like them outright on the money line because Butler, they've already knocked off Marquette once this season. Now, granted, that was an outlier performance for Marquette from three-part range. And I don't think that we can expect quite the... Same level of volatility from three-point range that they had the first time around. These two teams played on January 10th. Butler went on the road. They completely punked Marquette by a count of 69-62 to 62 on a night where Marquette shot 5 of 32 from three-point range. On that night, Butler was 10 of 22 from three-point range. But I do think that there's going to be a lot of ironing out in this game. And when it all sort of comes back to the mean, I do think that Butler still is able to pull this game off. Because with Butler, along with their 10 of 22 three-point shooting... They also did turn the ball over in that game 18 times. Their season average is 10.5 turnovers per game. They rank 30th in all of college basketball in regards to turnovers committed on a per-possession basis. Now, the counter to that is Marquette 
has been very good at ripping the ball away. Marquette is a top 20 team, as a matter of fact, a top 15 team in all of college basketball in terms of turnovers force on a per-possession basis. But the defense of Marquette, it does diminish a little bit when they leave home as we are diving in on Butler versus Marquette right here on the Greg Peterson Experience of Visa, the Sports Bank Network, and for Marquette, the team overall pretty 41st in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, but they are a squad that they allow 9.1 points more for one-hour possessions when they're in a road-slash-shoot-record environment rather than at home, and they do go up against a Butler team that they've been able to shoot about 35% from three, and that's part of it as well. Marquette, they do see a diminishment in terms of their three-point shooting defense. At home, want to shoot about 32.3% from three-point in a road-slash-shoot-record environment. This does ascend north of 35%, and... When it comes to Butler, you've got guys that are able to really bomb it from three-point range. I like what I'm seeing out of Jamal Telford, coupled with also DJ Davis. They've been able to combine for 29 points, shoot about 36% from three-point range. Posh Alexander, not a guy that you want to be banking on for a lot of threes, but he just brings this backcourt a little bit of toughness. He does a good job of being able to give them multiple steals, 10 points. He just knows how to be able to dole out the ball with Pierre Brooks, someone who's able to give you 16 points. He's able to shoot it quite well from three-point range, and it really does lead to Butler just being a very well-rounded team in general, and they've got the advantage down low. Marquette has had one big knock on them the last few years, and that's their rebounding. They're hovering about 220th in the country once again with regards to rebound rate this season. You do have Oso Ogadero down low, like what he's able to provide, a block and a half, seven-plus rebounds, seven-plus points per game, so he's been rock-solid there, and the best floor general in this game, that is going to be Tyler Kolak. Kolak is in the top five nationally with regards to his facilitation in terms of assists per game. North of seven per contest. He supplies you with about 17.5 points in that neighborhood about five rebounds per game as well. But we have seen Kolak be very cold throughout the season as well. His facilitation is always there. You don't know what you're going to be able to get up from him on offense. And this Butler team, they have been a significantly better defense when they've been at home. Overall, they're about 139th of the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. They're giving up 13.5 points fewer for one-arm possessions when they're at Hinkle Fieldhouse rather than in a roadside shoot court environment. And we're just seeing it across college basketball. These ranked teams have had just the most almighty struggles being able to pull off these road wins. Hinkle Fieldhouse, I firmly do believe, is one of the better home court environments that you're going to have in all of college basketball and gets slept upon a little bit, even though it appeared in the movie Hoosiers. So... They're going to be going with Butler in this spot. I like them outright on the money line when you see the write-up just because money lines were not available when I was writing this up. You're going to be seeing Butler plus four, plus four and a half. So we do like Butler in this spot. And with regards to the total, I feel like we went a little bit too far. I certainly don't think that Marquette is going to be shooting 531 from three-point range, but Marquette has slowed down their tempo a little bit, and Butler significantly better with their defense at home. So I did something total 151. I'm looking at the under, and my write-up, that is on... The old Butler Bulldogs in this ordeal. How about if we take a look at another game that's towards the top of the betting board as it's the Battle of George. 605-606 on the betting board. George Washington is hitting the road faceoff against George Mason. I anticipate a George is going to win this game with Mason being a 9 to a 9.5 point favorite. So on this game is aimed between 144 and 144.5. Oftentimes in college basketball, you do see these teams like George Washington and George Mason have to go up against like a pack of Rams. 
the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech, what have you. So nice that we finally get a one-on-one -on -one matchup. And in this one-on-one -on -one matchup, I do see a little bit of an edge here with George Mason. I did set them as a 10-point favor with George Mason. Last time they played against George Washington, they lost that game by double figures. But that was another little bit of an outlier performance where George Mason shot less than 25% from three-par range. And now they go up against the George Washington team that, man, George has not been able to hit the road recently giving up about 18 points more per 100 possessions in a roadside shoot record environment rather than at home. And I do think that, that is going to be the folly for the George Washington team. George Washington, when they're at home, they actually do a really good job of being able to guard the three-point. Our components are shooting in that neighborhood about 31% from three-point range against them. That ascends to more like 37% in a roadside shoot record environment. And now they have to go up against the George Mason team that is a top 50 team in all of college basketball with regards to rebound rate. Keyshawn Hall has been your main guy. Buying 17 points, nine boards, but on top of that, you've been able to have Amari 3000 Kelly being able to do a nice job, giving you about 11 points. She's 40% from three point range for a George Mason team that they do an okay job of retaining the ball. George Washington, they've had their turnover wolves with about 14 turnovers per game, and for George Washington, it's a very top heavy team as well. Despite the fact that they're in the top 35 in terms of total possessions per game, they really don't have a lot of depth. They've got four main guys headlined by James Bishop that are able to give you 12 plus points per contest. Nobody else gives you north of five and a half points per game though. You do have Bobby Kule Ikambola, who's been able to give you right around about three blocks per contest, but still have an advantage down low. George Mason wanted to lay that number and gonna be taking a look at this little over and what we're taking a look at next is a little bit of football and a little NBA with Aton Shander of Odd Shopper here on the Great Pearson Experience of Visa, the Sports Bank Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, the VSN experts have got you covered. Become a VSN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. We'll sign up today and get our daily best bet emails, 24 7 video access, 
and the upcoming College Hoops betting guide with bracket breakdowns or March Madness plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe and sign up today for the low, low price of just $9.99. as over at VSIN.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Always great to be joined by Aton Shander. He does tremendous work over at Odd Shopper. Couple with that, I know he's doing a tremendous job with the Fox affiliate out there in Philadelphia. And Aton, it's always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Oh, man, the pleasure's mine, Greg. Excited to talk uh, a bunch of stuff with you, as always. Hope you're doing well. Oh, I am doing very well, as the Super Bowl treated me quite well, and I think that it treated Good. you quite well as well. How did you just gauge the Super Bowl in general? And were there any big takeaways that you had other than the, my goodness, Patrick Mahomes once again in a big spot being able to get the job done, which we just come to expect at this point. I, I know it's becoming rarefied air, right? In this small group of professional athletes. And I'm like, I'm not old enough to watch Muhammad Ali fight, right? Like, but you're starting to talk about this air of rarefied air company, if you will, where, no matter what's going on in any event, sporting event, that guy, in this case, it's Patrick Mahomes, you never count him out. Again, it, you go back to like Derek Jeter looking over at Aaron Boone and saying, don't worry, we'll get this one. Like it's just built in this level of success. I can't say I'm surprised. You and I talked about this uh, last time out and just looking at the Chiefs as the biggest side that I had more so than even the total there. So I was happy with the result of it, of course, my heart was pumping, much like everybody. The adrenaline was up there. This was one of the best games that I've seen played in the final game of the year in a long time. It wasn't just because of the overtime, Greg. It wasn't just because of the random Taylor Swift shots or even hoping to see my guy Jason Kelsey up in a box. None of that. It was because, as you mentioned, Patrick Mahomes evolving, adapting, doing whatever he possibly could, most notably with his legs more so than anything else, just extending a drive, extending a play, if you will. He's amazing. He's amazing. While Tom Brady has more rings, and I'm not going down there, don't worry, Greg, but while Brady has more rings, I don't know if we've ever seen an NFL player impact the game of football like we'd see Patrick Mahomes. Just an absolutely dominating performance without it having to be all about him. Yeah, it's been absolutely incredible to take a look at what he's been able to do in recent years, and that was just such a great Super Bowl. And, and when it comes to Mr. Shannon and big spots as well, that's not necessarily been so terrific. And before we take a look at a few other sports that we're going to be gauging in terms of the NBA, what have you, I do want to take a little bit of a look forward as well because there's no more money to be made on the Super Bowl, although it was a tremendous Super Bowl. There's no more money to be made there, but there's going to be plenty of money to be made for the lead-up and for Super Bowl 59 and beyond. And is there any teams that you're taking a look at in the NFL offseason that you have your eye on? Not necessarily that you've bet already on the futures market because it is very, very early on, but are there a few teams in general that you're ca that are catching your eye and you're interested to see what they do this offseason? Yeah, I think the biggest one that jumps out that's kind of in that longer shot range right now, or at least when I saw it, uh, you know, these things change drastically once the Super Bowl ends, but I'm really interested in what Cleveland does because we know that they're going to get healthy. We know that this was a team that granted Joe Flacco caught lightning in a bottle and it was awesome to watch. But Jim Schwartz, this defense, Miles Garrett, what they were able to do, you bring back a healthy Chubb, a running back to get now and a quarterback in which Deshaun Watson's healthy. 
this team, I think, gets better once they get healthier. And that's not some profound statement, right? But looking at where they may be overall, 20 to 1. I mean, come on. They're 20 to 1, as we see on screen here, to win the AFC. And then you start to look at a little bit longer shot to win it all. I think there's a lot of value there. Look, we know that this division is tough. We know that Joe Burrow, you want to talk about a guy who's banged up, he's going to be back. But I look at this division as a whole and I think, all right, well, where are the Browns able to sustain what they were able to do at least on defense, running the football? You add somewhat of a stability at the quarterback position. Not to say that Deshaun Watson is light years better than what Joe Flacco did in that small period, Greg, but I think there's also this element of, Defense that carries the fact that you can play with Baltimore, that you can play with Cincinnati. If you can especially steal a game in these respective series, especially if that game that you steal is on the road. Now, all of a sudden you're talking about a potential sweep here. I think the Browns at 20 to one jump out significantly. I'm interested also to see what happens with the Chargers. Look, Harbaugh is going to bring in some money as he has already. But the teams above them, like I, I don't want anything to do with the Jets right now. I Just nothing to do with the Jets right now. But the teams above Cleveland, the big one, I guess, would be the Chargers, only because they haven't been significantly watered down. And look, the Chargers with Brandon Staley have been a disaster. It's been a coaching nightmare where no matter what's going on in the game, it's the opposite, right? Like we just talked about Patrick Mahomes. Hey, man, this guy's down 10, 13, 14 at the half. Shh. Don't worry. Chargers up 10, 12, 14 at the half. Oh, my goodness. It's only a matter of time before Brandon Staley messes this thing up. There's a little bit of a difference now, right? Stability at the head coaching spot. So I'm kind of interested in the Chargers. But I think the one team that would jump out in the AFC would be the Cleveland Browns. And then how about if we hit the NFC side of things as Aton Chandra, he does such tremendous work over at Odd Shopper. Couple with that, the Fox Sport, uh, the Fox affiliate out there in Philadelphia is joining me on the Great Pearson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. And right now, the 49ers are the favorites to come out of the yep. NFC, and they've got far shorter odds than the Chiefs do in the AFC. And I do think that the NFC is a little bit, shall we say, less deep than you're going to find in the AFC. You just rattled off all those teams in the AFC. I feel like it's a more loaded conference right now, but. Plus 225 on the 49ers does seem very short, especially with the Lions and the Packers both giving them chase. You're right now wearing it for those watching on Visa.com, YouTube TV, an Eagles sweatshirt, and it was a bad end of the season for them. But we saw what they were able to do early on during the season. The Cowboys are a formidable team. I take a look at this NFC and plus 225 on the 49ers just does not seem appealing at all. And those teams out there in the NFC, I think they could be a real force. See, now, everybody out there is going to think that this is rigged, right? Because you bring me on, we talk weekly, you're a huge Packers fan, and all I'm going to do is return the favor, like reciprocate back. Hey, Greg, you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. But the reality is it's the Packers. It, how could it not be the Packers? The way in which Jordan Love was playing, the fact that they found a run game that they can throw, they've got young kids now growing on offense. That defense can hold. I get it. Like, what's going to happen to Chicago? We're all expecting Justin Fields to move on. There's no way, and you know what, that I'm touching the Atlanta Falcons doing anything right now until I see some stability at the quarterback spot. I think the Rams are intriguing because you still have a set of veterans out there, but I also think that their time is, is slowly fading if it hasn't already. So there are two things that jump out to me, right? I think the Minnesota Vikings at 20 to 1 are an appealing spot. They were 50 to one to start the year last year, right after the Super Bowl. 
jumped on that. Everybody got hurt, and it was okay. Take it, burn it, and turn it to cinder. This year, though, it's it's a similar spot. You get some healthy guys back, you get quarterback back. Now, all of a sudden, the Minnesota Vikings, I think they win a couple of games, and that drops. But the best value on the board is your squad. And look, I would love to say my team, right, the Philadelphia Eagles, I wouldn't trust them with your money, with producer Brian's money, with my money, with anybody, all three of us. Like if we pull together and said, all right, let's just put this in a big hat. You know, those big, like obnoxious hats that these guys are wearing now, like you put all the money in that. I still wouldn't touch the Eagles because I don't trust their coaching staff more so than anything. It's brand new. The Packers, the Cowboys are going to fall. We know they're going to fall. It's just a matter of time. Detroit is too high. San Francisco's too high. I'm going to bet the Packers. In fact, as soon as we're done, I'm going to put a little sprinkle on the Packers to win the NFC. I absolutely love to hear it. And the Packers. Yes, sir. And the Packers were the youngest team to be able to win a playoff game in like north of 30 years. So I do like the upside there. And how much do you take a look at the draft? And how much do you think that that should change the odds here? Because as we know, a lot of the teams that they pick towards the top of the draft, well, typically they need a few years to be able to rebuild. But what I do think is intriguing is some of these teams that they make those like draft day trades. That's what I'm very much wanting to take a look at before I fire in on a lot of these. Yeah, I I think what could happen, clearly we're waiting on Justin Fields, right? Like we're waiting on what the Chicago Bears do there and, and where he goes. And the anticipation is that he won't go to a team above Chicago. Why would he, right? When you look at the quarterback spot, that could change things drastically. That's another reason why nobody right now, I think, should be betting Chicago futures on anything until that spot is solidified and you actually see what they're planning on doing. Caleb Williams, I think, is going to be good. Sorry, Merrill Hodge. But I think also it's going to take some time. And that's a reality here. So that's the biggest domino or maybe the first domino that I need to see fall when it comes to the draft. And we've seen a lot of quarterback trades in recent years. Worked out for the Rams and Matthew Stafford. The rest of the teams, not so much. But what always works out on this show is bringing on Aton Chandra. He does great work over at Odd Shopper along with the Fox affiliate out there in Philadelphia. And coming up next, let's dive into some NBA with him right here on the Great Beers and Experience of Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The Tomas Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender straight steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and so much more. You're going to love every single bite. It's an Omaha Steaks guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VSN, you'll get four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. A minimum purchase may apply. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be rejoined by Aton Chander. Does great work over at Odd Chopper and the Fox Affiliate out there in Philadelphia. And we're going to talk a little NBA. And we're going to start it off here because we were having a little bit of a off-the-screen chatter about coaching. And we were talking yes. about it just based on the Super Bowl yesterday. I thought that it was very telling that we had one coach in Andy Reid that was just priming his players for what happens in an overtime. They were going through it every single day. They knew about it in the 49ers. You had guys that were literally reading on the video board, oh, those are the new rules. And I thought that that was very telling to say the least. And I feel like there's a little bit of that in the NBA. I'm not sure how you feel about this, but that transitions me to Doc Rivers. And 
The fact that I think that the Bucks' season at this point is pretty much doomed with Mr. Rivers right now at the helm because it has not been a good start for them. No, and I think what actually is going to say, this is crazy, and this is why I, a lot of people in Philadelphia, Greg, did not initially like the deal to send Patrick Beverly to Milwaukee. But the, the day in which Pat Bev plays his first game with the Bucks, there's this viral clip of him holding the clipboard and, and you know, showing and, and coaching and teaching. And look, you can take that for as far down as you'd like, but the reality is, is that Doc needs a guy like that just to be stable. The more it's on Doc, the more the Milwaukee Bucks are in trouble. They absolutely are in trouble. Why? Because they needed new voice. For whatever reason, they needed a new voice around them. They needed new voices. If it's Giannis, if it's Dame, somebody around this team needed to just deliver a new message. But what happens if that message is off? What happens if that message is coming from a person who just has struggles to communicate? You know, that famous meme, right, of Doc, like, just staring out there like that, where it's just zooming in. That's going to be him on the sideline uh, in the fourth quarter, trying to draw up a play in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Boston Celtics. Are they going to be going to be looking over there, right? Sorry. Oh, oh it's all good. No, I was no, just no. saying, I don't think you're going to make it that far. Well, look, look, I can tell you this. It ain't going to be the Sixers that knock off the Bucks. So you're right. They could lose to Boston. Both teams will probably, whoever faces the Celtics first, going to lock down there. But you're right. You're right. No, no, no. You're right. I think the, the biggest thing is just why or how a coach can lose games. It's just like baseball, where these guys out there can, can right the ship. They can stabilize, but they're not going to take you over the top. They're going to lose games. They're going to be the reason why your team is lost looking around like, really? I, I thought we were going to run this play off the, uh, out of bounds or we're going to run this and we just didn't or it just wasn't communicated. That's going to be the biggest issue with Doc Rivers, failing to really communicate or take advantage of moments. And that's where I'm concerned with you as well. You just mentioned it. The coaching was the huge difference in the Super Bowl. Coaching is going to make a, ma- a, a difference, not so much up in Boston, not so much now in Philadelphia or New York. But it's going to be the difference in Milwaukee if they start to really struggle, and especially, to your point, if they get knocked out in the postseason. Absolutely. When. Absolutely. And I do think that it is so important to be taking a look at that as well because you mentioned New York. It is a Knicks team that they did fall on Monday to the Houston Rockets, and they've been a little bit colder the last week or two after they were arguably the best team in the NBA in the month of January. But how much do you think that they are a threat currently out there in the East where it's very clear the Boston Celtics they're the clear favorite, but with the 76ers dealing with the Joel Embiid injury, with the Milwaukee Bucks dealing with the fact that they hired on Doc Rivers, which I have to bring that up. I do think that pretty much that number two slot out there in the East, it is open, and if the New York Knicks were to face off against the Boston Celtics, I don't think that they'd win the series, but I think that they've got enough guys out there to where, you know what, they might be able to give them a good run for their money. Can we just go back to the fact that on the same level for Greg Peterson, as far as a negative, as far as a weight bringing a team down, one is the reigning MVP no longer playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. The other is Doc Rivers coaching a basketball team. <laughs> you that made was a higher. Down. I'm telling you, a little higher. You're right. You're right. It, it was a statement of beauty, Greg. I just I did not want that to be missed by the audience, no matter where or how they're consuming this program. Great spot on. 
Look, the Knicks and the Cavs are the team I think we have to really look at right now, right? These two teams, and I know the Sixers, they still won on the road, and it's the week of the All-Star break, and a lot of teams have already checked out. Anybody who's had that vacation on the calendar where you're Xing down days, a lot of these teams up in the top of the standings, and maybe that's a warning if you're betting Tuesday night, uh, maybe they're on vacation mentally at the very least, right? Denver clearly was on vacation in Milwaukee last night. But I, I think the Knicks and the Cavs become super intriguing because there's going to be space. There's going to be opportunity. In fact, I would look at the Knicks having the best chance to finish third above Milwaukee even. Love what they did. Adding Bogdanovich. I mean, you still have Jalen Brunson. And granted, they took the loss, I understand, this Monday night. But they've gotten significantly better. Where the Sixers have fallen. Where the Bucks have added a liability. And I think that's a great thing to continue to hammer on here with Doc, especially come the postseason. The Boston Celtics aren't going anywhere. We know they're cruising. Cleveland has woken up, and it's really a joy to see this team play basketball. And now you have that third spot open. Who's fighting for that third spot? Well, it's going to be the Bucs. It's going to be the Knicks. Sixers are going to be out of here. Magic are going to fade. We see maybe if there's a team in that middle tier, like Pacers, you know, would it shock you? Would it truly shock you? If Jimmy Butler started playing basketball right about, uh, oh, I don't know, now, and the Miami Heat pick up and close a gap here. So this thing could look a lot different in a month, maybe a month and a half, as we get closer to the playoff push, Greg, where all of a sudden Philadelphia, maybe Milwaukee drops to a five, and you start to see Boston, Cleveland, New York, and maybe it is an upstart squad or a team that just picks up and decides we want to play like Miami. So. I think that's the beauty of the Eastern Conference right now. Sure, let the Boston Celtics have their number one seed and let them run away with it. But Cleveland even, newer territory for them, how much can they hold on to that two seed? And ultimately, what happens with that third spot? And I guess the fourth piece of drama is just how far down my Philadelphia 76ers going to fall in the standings. Yeah, this Eastern Conference is full of volatility right now with the Bucks and the 76ers going downward and teams like the Cavaliers and the New York Knicks on the uptick as Roy's on the uptick when Aton Chander is aboard. He does great work over at Odd Chopper joining me on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa the Sports Bank Network. And is there anything on the Tuesday card that's really standing out to you? Because we've got ourselves six total games. Quite a few of these teams are going to be playing on back-to-backs, but I do right. think that we've got ourselves a relatively solid card with a lot of these Eastern Conference teams that we were talking about before being in action. Then you've always got the oh-so-interesting Detroit Pistons, who, by the way, have been covering a lot of games recently. Not necessarily winning them, but covering a lot of games recently. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with Miami, especially knowing that that line is over seven. Last I checked, I believe we have it north of seven and a half at eight, right? So this is a team, we know Butler's not playing through the all-star break, but look, betting against injury, especially line movement, has seemed profitable last year and a half or so. I'm not worried about that so much as I would be worried about Milwaukee right now. This is not a team that I, I think is locked in it's uh, as far as tonight is concerned Tuesday night is concerned they got their big win at home against the Denver Nuggets and Jokic played and let's not act like Denver sat everybody it was a well hard-fought effort they blew Denver out of the building I think there's just going to be some regression to the mean here at eight I'm interested in Miami I want to see what they can do knowing of course that they're down a couple of guys but the bigger thing is just working 
if it's bench, if it's rotation guys between Butler, Rogier out, looking at other guys stepping up, knowing that they're well coached, knowing that this isn't a, a group of 21, 22 year olds that you're just going to have to throw out there or a bad basketball team. Like, as you mentioned, Detroit, Miami is super intriguing to me getting anything. I think north of seven and a half, I, I'd like to take a shot with Miami. If anything, I think there's a total play in here, too, under the total at 227. But I'm pretty good with taking the heat at seven and a half, eight. And then we've got about 45 seconds. Want to throw this out here as well. We saw Minnesota knock off the Clippers by north yeah, of 20 win. points. Any sort of a letdown spot, perhaps, on Tuesday when they go on the road against Portland as an eight and a half point favorite? Yeah, I think, I think there's some value here, actually, in the total. Uh, if you look at the under, look, it's 216 for a reason because Minnesota is the better basketball team. Clearly, it's just gap light years away. But Portland, the one thing that you keep going back to when they are playing, their ability to hold a team under 220 or 120, pardon me, I think that's where this game does stay under 215, under 214. So that would be my favorite play in this game is just looking at Minnesota. Even if they lose, I don't think they lose in a track meet by any means. So they handle tempo, they handle pacing under 216. I like that look, and Aton Chander always does a great job when he joins the show. And coming up next, let's step into the laboratory of college basketball right here on the Great Beer City Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no sweat bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bet if your first bet loses. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Utilize the promo code VSIN when you do. That's V S I N because over at DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. We've got ourselves a lot of action to take a look at on the hardwood. Now it's when the NBA season really gets hot and heavy, and so does the action out there in college basketball. By the way, 
We are less than three weeks away from conference tournaments starting up in college basketball. So it is a great time to take a look at this wonderful sport. And it's a great time to hit the lab because you sleep for nobody when it comes to taking a look at college basketball. And we have to highlight this Missouri Valley Conference matchup. Try to find some chemistry with it. So let's go to the lab right now for what is going to be a tremendous Tuesday in college basketball. Are you looking for the best lines on the market? I don't want to get paid to lose. I want to win! Then sit back and let Greg cook up the best insight in college basketball. Ah, what a fine day for science. And this is game 603-604 on the board. Illinois State, they're on the road. They're facing off against Indiana State. And the old Sycamores are finding themselves ranked for the first time since Larry Bird was at the university. So... That tells you something there. That was back in 1979. And we're Indiana State there. A 17 to a 17.5 point favorite. With your total between a 143 to 144. This opened up at a 142. And I do like the fact that this total has moved up a little bit. Because I do think that's the correct move. I set my total at a 149.5. I'm looking at the over. You've got an Indiana State team that's just been a complete flamethrower. In terms of their offense. In terms of points scored on a per possession basis. This team is in the top 15 in all of college basketball and for Indiana State. I mean, it doesn't matter the environment. They just pop it from three-point range. Ninth in the country, shooting 39.2% from three-point range. They actually shoot worse at home rather than on the road. 39.1% from three-point range at home. 39.3% from three-point range in the in a roadside shoot record environment. And I've heard some places that have called this man the uh, sort of Nikolai Jokic of college basketball. And... It is Robbie Avila. He has been absolutely incredible for this Indiana State team. Guy stands six foot ten. He gives you like seven rebounds. He does a good job putting in there some threes at about a forty percent clip. He's able to do a little bit of everything for the team, and that's just really this Indiana State team as a whole. And they go up against an Illinois State team that, while the offense has been awful, I think that that's the most fair way of putting it. Illinois State two hundred eighty fifth in the country in terms of points scored on a per possession basis, and. This team has not been able to break the 65-point plateau in four out of their last five games, so certainly has been a struggle there. Indiana State is just one of those teams that it feels like they're one of the very rare teams that plays up-tempo, and they actually get their style. Indiana State, a top-60 team with regards to total possessions per game, and as the Illinois State offense has declined, so has the Illinois State defense as well. Illinois State, they just don't have a lot down low. Brandon Live was someone that came in. From the Illinois Fighting Illini, and he was supposed to be all up with this team out down low. He has been in and out of the fold, and when he's been in the fold, he hasn't necessarily been too effective. So that leads to them having to rely upon someone like a Miles Foster, the transfer from Mammoth, to be able to hold it down on the glass. And for Illinois State, 160th in all of college basketball. Turns points a lot on a per possession basis, and keeping it up from three point range here outside the top 200 with regards to opponents' three point shooting percentage. And that's just where Indiana State is able to hurt you. And you've got so many guys that they dole out the ball. Got Xavier Bledson, Julian Leary combining for north of seven seven assists per contest. Isaac Swope has been able to shoot darn near 40% from three-point range. And for Indiana State, they do a nice job not hurting themselves. Meanwhile, it's an all-nice state team that they don't do a bad job in terms of turning the ball over or anything like that. They just can't shoot threes. They shoot less than 28% as a collective from three-point range. That is one of the bottom marks in all of college basketball. But they do an okay job. 
being able to get the ball down low. You've got someone like a Kendall Lewis who's been able to give you about 10 or so points per contest. Darius Burford has been able to chip in there about 13 points per contest as well. So I do think that there's going to be a little bit of success to be had there against an Indiana State defense that they're more around about 80th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. They're not too bad there. And for this Indiana State team, they're about 110th in the country with regards to opponent's two-point shooting percentage. And it's also where you're able to carve up Illinois State as well. They're about 250th in the country with regards to opponent's two-point shooting percentage as well. Indiana State, just with their overall tempo and just with their overall consistency, Indiana State has gotten past the 72-point plateau in every single game that they have played this calendar year. They've gotten at least 75 points in nine out of their last 11 games. I do think that they're going to be able to do their part with regards to total, I am on the over. And with Indiana State, I did set them as a 17.5 point favor. We're seeing a few 17s pop up. If we can stay there because the opener was 17, that's a max I'd be willing to lay, but I'd be willing to lay with the Sycamores to go along with that over. As we are looking at the college basketball board for this College Basketball Tuesday, right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. And when it comes to this game, it's also out there in the great. Midwest, as this is involving another Illinois team, but this time the Fighting Illini hosting the Michigan Wolverines. This is 609 610 on the board. Illinois finds themselves as between 16 to 16 and a half point favorites. Total is 153 and a half. And man, things have went really, really bad for Michigan. I would not be surprised if there might be a regime change in the offseason. Feels like things have just went straight down the tubes all across the board for this team, but. I think we've went a little bit too far here just with the way that this Michigan team has been playing in these games that Doug McDaniel has been out of the full. Doug McDaniel is the top scorer for Michigan. He's able to give you 16 plus points, throws in there five assists per contest. He has been serving this random six game suspension, but he's only suspended for the road games. Like I have no idea how it works. I have no idea why he's only suspended for road games, but that has been the case for all men. It's a circumstance where with Michigan, they have yet to break the 70-point plateau when he's out of the fold. So I do find quite a bit of value to the under. I did sell my total more in that neighborhood about 150 as a result because this Michigan team, they are now going to have Jalen Llewellyn at the helm trying to drill out the ball for this offense. And now what you've got is a pair of guys and Terrence Williams along with Olivier Kamwa that would be able to combine for about 12 to 13 rebounds per game. They actually do a moderately okay job down low. I know. That's me trying to pay them a compliment. I had to use moderately okay job down low. So, yeah, that's how bad it's been for Michigan. A team as well outside the top 275 with regards to points allowed on a per-possession basis. And this has been an Illinois team that has been bleeding points themselves. They've given up at least 72 points in four of their last five games. Overall, it's an Illinois team that is in the top 60. There's points allowed on a per-possession basis. And they do give up about 17 points fewer for one-arm possessions at home rather than in a road slash church corner environment. And they themselves... Do a nice job hitting the glass as for your top six scores for Illinois. Five of them give you at least 3.9 rebounds per game. I really do like the game of Coleman Hawkins as well. Hawkins stands right around six foot ten. Had a massive struggle with his three-point shooting towards the beginning part of the season, but now shoots in the mid-30s from three. He's able to give you about a block, a steal. He's able to make a few threes. He'll give you about two and a half to three assists. Chips in there some boards. You've got a lot of well-rounded players on this team, including Marcus Omask from Great city of Wapan, Wisconsin, who's been able to supply 15 points, throws in there about three and a half assists as well. So I really do like what these guys are trying to do. But I just have noticed with Michigan, when they've been hitting the road in these games without Doug McDaniel, they're looking to make these games yucky, slow, eyesores. 
I think that they're going to have a little bit of success here. I still think that they get lambasted and they lose the game, but not quite to the tune of 16 points. I set my line at a 14 and a half. I'm going to be willing to take the points. I do think that Michigan's just make the game scramble, make the game very, very grimy sort of style. It pays off just enough for them to be able to cover the summer. And I do think that that'll throttle down this total as well. Semi total at a 150 and a half. I'm diving in on the other end. I'm going to be willing to take the points with Michigan. How about if we take a look at a game that is going to be involving these two teams out there in the Big Ten, as I feel like this one has went a little bit too far as well. 633, 634 on the betting board. The Wisconsin Badgers are playing host to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Ohio State is a 9-9.5 point underdog with your total between 139 and 139.5. What in the world has happened to Wisconsin ever since the calendar has turned to February? They must not be fans of this month because... They entered into February, a top 10 team in all of college basketball, rocking and rolling, and they are 0-4 straight up here in the month of February. And they go up against an Ohio State team that I think that they're going to be able to hold in there. Last time these two teams played, Ohio State lost that game by kind of 71-60, to a game where really both of these teams were somewhat cold from three-par range. Ohio State went about 7-22 of 22 from three-par range. Wisconsin went 6-18. of 18. I do think that both warm up a little bit, both of these teams, while inside the top 225 in terms of opponents' three-point shooting percentage, but Ohio State is going to be able to match up on the glass with Wisconsin. Wisconsin has Stephen Crawl, Tyler Wall, who have been able to combine for about 13 rebounds per game, but you got Zed Keyes, they will give you six plus boards for contests for Ohio State. They've got the best rim protector in this game, as well in Felix Opara, who's been able to do a solid job. He's able to give you multiple blocks for contests, so I do think that they're going to be able to do a nice job on that front end with Ohio State. Has been a rough offense, but you've been able to have Jameson Battle be able to shoot right around about 42% from three point range. I do think that Wisconsin gets the win and snaps the streak, but semi line is 7.5. I do think that you get some late game felling and semi total 141.5 as well. So looking over and looking at Wisconsin and coming up next, how about if we take a look at Oklahoma versus Baylor here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bay Network. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.